This is a Beach Bums Media production. And Beach Bums Media is proud to present In the Beer Cave with Rob and Ashley. The guy normally sitting here is Rob from the Start Naked Truth, and I'm just Ashley, and we're glad that everybody's here today. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Bums Media, on Instagram at Beach Bums Media, and you can search us out in the Beer Cave with Rob and Ashley on YouTube, Facebook, and the podcast platforms, Spotify, iHeartRadio, as well as other platforms that are coming coming along. Uh, we're signing up for a bunch of them, so hopefully we'll have those going up and ready for available on any platform that you'd like to listen to. Hey, uh, Miss Cone, Joe Cone, uh, I don't know. I haven't talked to Rob. I talked to him yesterday, and I haven't talked to him today. Um, something else obviously has come up. I think it's going to be work-related. Uh, Rob's email is going to be robspcbumz at gmail.com. Uh, you can email me here at the show at beachbumsmedia at gmail.com. And as always, our studio phone number is 850-588-9275, which is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week for any and all comments, funny stories, or anything else you'd like to leave. And don't forget to leave your name and number so we can get back in touch with you. Uh, also, our bumper music today is provided by bensound.com. All right, I ran across this uh, little info, and I thought I would just share it with you. Uh, we've all had to buy a mattress in our life, and it's always a tough decision to go to the mattress store and just bounce on a couple of them and not really be able to sleep on them and test them out. But a mattress is a major purchase. Plenty of them cost well over $1,000, yet many of us buy one that we end up not loving, says research. One of the big problems is the number of mattress reviews you find online. It can feel impossible to know which will be right for you. I know I have trouble with it. So we asked one of the leading mattress reviewers in America, Matthew Ross, co-founder and COO of Slumberyard, who has tested more than 200 mattresses. And this is what he sleeps on personally. A Savada Classic. It's on sale for $1,435, and that's from a queen size. So it's Savada, S-A-A-T-V-A. So a leading mattress expert sleeps on that mattress. So you might want to go to your mattress store and check it out. And yes, Miss Joe Cohn, he's still going to be a part of the show. He's just not able to be here today. Uh, we're talking uh, for the other feed, for the YouTube. I'm talking to some people live on the uh, Facebook page. Uh, on today's events, or on the national days of things coming up, today is Friday the 19th. It's National Carbonated Beverage Day with Caffeine Day. National Play Monopoly Day. And Substitute Educator Day. Substitute teachers are very, very important uh, to be a part of this world. Tomorrow, Saturday, is National Child's Day. Now, I thought every day was National Kids Day, or at least the way it was in my house. Uh, and National 
Adoption Day. Sunday, the 21st, will be National Gingerbread Cookie Day and National Stuffing Day. Now, I know Rob likes stuffing. I love stuffing. I could eat stuffing almost every day for a meal. It's really, really good. I like it. Monday will be National Cranberry Relish Day. I'm sorry, that just doesn't sound good to me. Tuesday will be National Cashew Day and National Eat a Cranberry Day. And I do like cashews. They don't like me very much, but I like cashews. And then this coming Wednesday, the 24th, will be Taiwan-on Day before Thanksgiving. Wow. And then Thursday, as we all know, is Thanksgiving Day. And National Play Day with Dad. Who doesn't like a good play day with your dad? And then next Friday uh, is going to be Black Friday. And it's also Buy Nothing Friday. <laughs> I thought that was kind of humorous. So those are your national days coming up. We do. Speaking of that, we do have a programming note for next week with it being Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Uh, our show will not be available until Saturday. We'll, we're going to record on Saturday instead of Friday because um, of some scheduling conflicts. So that's going to take place next uh, next week, just so you all are aware of that. So we're going to go ahead and move on into some uh, exciting, odd news of the week that you may have missed. And now... From around the globe and across the nation, from your state and possibly from your city or right down your street, it's odd news of the week you may have missed and want to know about it. And today it's going to be sponsored by Biker's Edge. Now I've got a, a couple of PSAs since it is the Thanksgiving holiday coming up next week. Black Friday might get all the hype. But there's a certain sector of the workforce preparing for something else, and it's called Brown Friday. The day after Thanksgiving is usually the busiest day of the year for plumbing and drain services, according to Rotorooter, one of the largest plumbing repair and sewer and drain cleaning services in the United States. There are several factors that contribute to the issue, which is large gatherings, meal preparation, kitchen cleanup, overload sinks, disposals, while post-meal waste loads, toilets, and sewers creating lots of work for plumbers. So remember your plumber coming up. He might need a Christmas card after your gathering. Many Thanksgiving hosts also have overnight guests who take showers, baths, flush toilets, and might even do laundry several loads when they come to visit. It's an extra strain on the plumbing system, so it could be the proverbial last straw that breaks the camel's back. This has led companies like Rotorooter to dub the day Brown Friday. So let's all be kind on the plumbing system, and here's some tips. Never pour grease, turkey drippings, or cooking oils down your drain. They solidify in pipes and choke drains, and running hot water does not help it go through the drain. Don't put potato peels, poultry skins, bones, rice, or pasta down a garbage disposal. 
Disposals can handle small quantities of scraps, but most foods should go in the trash can or a compost pile. Make sure the disposal is running when you add food scraps. Do not flush wet wipes down toilets. Most don't dissolve and will clog pipes. Place a plunger in the guest bathroom to save your guests the embarrassment of asking for one. And spread out showers and laundry loads throughout the day to ease the tension on the system. And if you have a septic system, I would throw an extra thing of Ridex down the toilet to help with any things they need to take care of. Now, with the Thanksgiving holiday coming up, have you ever started packing for a trip and go, wow, which food could I bring with me on the plane? Well, just in case you're curious, travel experts have compiled a list of foodstuffs that you cannot take through the airport. The, uh, the study reveals in hopes that it could save those travelers at Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is all about the food, so they created a list which type of edible goodies can 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 and can't be brought onto the plane. The list of things you can bring are the following. Baked goods, meats, frozen or uncooked, stuffing, also cooked, uncooked or in a box, casseroles, mac and cheese cooked or ingredients to be cooked at a later time, fresh vegetables, fresh fruit, candy, and spices. Now here's the stuff you can't bring. Cranberry sauce both homemade or canned, gravy, homemade, canned, or in a jar, alcohol, canned fruit, canned vegetables, preserves, jams, jellies, and maple syrup are not allowed through TSA. One of the biggest parts of Thanksgiving is sharing delicious home-cooked foods with those around, but travel is open and we will make the most of our favorite Thanksgiving dishes by taking them to our celebrations and we know that going through TSA can be the longest part of your journey. And trust me, it is. It's important to remember that what is allowed through the checkpoint to save time ahead of your flight. And you were recommended to read thoroughly the TSA guidelines of what you can bring and cannot bring to prevent throwing your family secret recipe pumpkin pie in the trash. Now, having said that, here in Florida... A woman was trying to fly out of Miami International Airport and was informed she couldn't bring her jug of vodka through the airport security. Her solution? <laughs> Instead of tossing it, she passed it around the bottle as fellow passengers took a slug out of it. The video has gone completely viral on TikTok and shows user at Lantin, L-A-T-I-N-N-B-E-L-L-A, and fellow passengers pounding a bottle of vodka before going through airport security. It seems she forgot the 100-milliliter rule for traveling with alcohol, a long-standing transportation security administration rule. So don't forget your sizes, your amounts, and the type of food that you can take with you to Grandma's house as you travel over the hill and through the woods this Thanksgiving season. So... Little PSA from us here in the beer cave. Now, <laughs> I wish Rob was here. He would really enjoy some of this stuff. 
This is from the Bizarre News Desk, theonion.com. So you got to take that with a little big old grain of salt, I guess. From Washington, in a display of its ongoing commitment to the pursuit of scientific knowledge, Congress passed a measure Thursday approving the acquisition of an empty paper towel roll for the NASA to use as a telescope. Thanks to this generous act, our scientists will soon be able to cover up one eye, squint through the cardboard tube with the other, and sort of see a few stars, said NASA Administrator Bill Nelson, who explained the legislation would enable researchers to extract a paper towel roll from a recycling bin, paint it black, cover it with shiny foil star stickers. The only limit now is your own imagination. Congressional aides confirmed the final bill had been scaled back considerably from more ambiguous proposal that would have also provided NASA with a large cardboard box to use as its next spaceship. Remember, folks, this is from theonion.com. It's a good parody site. And also, again, appointing her to lead what they described as an absolutely essential in- in- initiative. Top White House officials reportedly seek selected Vice President Camelia Harris to sit at a computer throughout regular working hours Friday in case any new emails came in. Those important emails. This is a really important job. Madam Vice President, we can't entrust it to just anyone, the White House Chief of Staff Ron Catlin told her explaining to Harris that she is needed to head up the new presidential email task force, which, through it, would not have access to President Biden's account for security reasons, but would have the task of it being monitored. So there you go, from the White House. Theonion.com, take it with a huge grain of salt. Now to more some more serious news. A man in California is in a standoff with Amazon, because it abandoned one of its delivery vans in his driveway and has failed to remove it for four days. The man, who has to be identified by his Twitter alias, Captain Lou, because he's worried his employer wouldn't want him to beef, have a beef with Amazon, said he, uh, the ordeal started when he ordered some quilted northern toilet paper from Amazon. On a Friday night, a Sprinter van pulled up to his house and dropped off the package. About an hour later, Lou left to pick up his daughter from a football game and noticed the van was still sitting in his driveway, but the driver was gone. And so were all the other packages. It was unlocked with the keys in it. The driver had repositioned the truck so he could get in and out of his driveway, but after the initial contact, the driver didn't say anything and did not even leave a note in the van. Saturday morning, Lou's daughter came into his room and told him that the truck had turned around in the middle of the night. So sure enough, about 8 o'clock in the morning, somebody came and started the truck and drove it into the street. And apparently it was not capable of going anywhere, so they just put it right back in the driveway, but 180 degrees from where it was the night before. Lou has tried to contact Amazon, but the company hasn't been helpful He started by tagging Amazon on a Twitter and quickly got a direct message from someone at the company with a customer service link that went to a form where he could complain about packages and deliveries. The rep reached back 
out to ask if that resolved the issue. I'm not exactly sure there's a button that says stranded truck in my driveway. And another rep reached out to ask if there was any other property damage. Mr. Lou says there is no property damage. It's, it's not a big deal. This truck is just sort of left in my driveway. Another rep sent him a link to talk to somebody immediately. I clicked the link and was co connected with somebody in cardholder services. So I spent 10 minutes with a very polite but clearly befumbled offshore agent who had no idea how to route my call to the disabled van department. But I'm pretty sure I now have an Amazon credit card. So get your toilet paper delivered. You get a van free. Keys are in it. I guess it's yours to take. So if that ever happens to you, just take the van. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> now we're going to take a moment and talk about one of our partnering sponsors. For all your riding apparel biker needs, Biker's Edge is your place. They're located here in Panama City, Florida. They have all you they have all everything you need uh, for your biker apparel and accessories. If they don't have it, they definitely can get it. Their hours are typically Wednesday through Sunday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. So give Miss Pat a call at 850-624-6206. Make sure they're around and not out riding or enjoying their toy hauler. Uh, Pat's been having some difficulty with some sinus surgery, so I don't think they're out doing too much. But she, hopefully she's getting geared up for the holiday season. So if you've got it, some gifts that you need to get for your uh, biker friend or loved one, uh, she'd be more than happy to assist you with that. 850-624-6206. If you have a military ID, you get a 10% discount. And make sure you tell Pat that Robin Ashley from the Beer Cave sent you her way. Now, that's a nice little segue into this next story from Boca Raton, Florida. A man riding his bicycle under an open parking gate, you know, one of those little arms that go up and down, at what uh, was known as the Boca Resort and Club was hit by the gate when it closed. He is now suing the resort, claiming that it didn't maintain the gate that he drove under, or actually rode under. From the lawsuit filed by an attorney, on or about August 5th, as the plaintiff and his wife were riding their bicycles on the defendant's property and were headed to the member services lounge, they observed the gate barrier arm in the steady upright position and had observed it in that position on several prior occasions the plaintiff's wife proceeded to ride through the access uh, way toward member services and the plaintiff followed directly behind her as they had done in the past and when suddenly without warning the barrier arm came down and struck him causing him to fall off his bicycle at no prior to at no prior time uh, to october 5th the defendant warned was warned or attempted to discourage the plaintiff and the other resort members and guests from riding their bicycles through the access lane when the gate arm was in the elevated or up position. I don't know about y'all, but there's a warning sign on just about everyone I ever see that says arm may cause damage. 
The lawsuit claims that the Boca owner, which owns the Boca Resort at the time, is responsible for the gate closing on Mr. Whipple. The resort is now known as Boca Raton. It's unclear if the ownership interest in Boca owner have any involvement in the current operation. The Boca Resort became the Boca Raton earlier this year in a controversial marketing move. I don't think that negates a lawsuit, but I'm not sure on that. I'm not a lawyer. Mr. Whipple, according to the suit, suffered bodily injury and pain and suffering. He seeks in excess of $30,000, and he is represented by a local attorney in Boca Raton. This one's kind of strange. A decomposing body of a reported domestic abuse victim was found in her Bronx apartment after the woman's downstairs neighbor complained about maggots dropping from the ceiling. Police found the decomposing remains of a person named Ashley Ductile after the tenant below her told the billing super that maggots were coming through her ceiling. Miss Ductile was found next to the body of a man believed to be her abusive boyfriend. Police believe that Miss Ductile died in a murder-suicide at the boyfriend's hand. The name of the boyfriend has not been released. However, she used to tell me, can you please see if I'm okay? Can you please call me? Can you please check on me? The building superintendent told the Daily News. The tenant also reported that maggots, that the maggots, uh, who reported the maggots to Mr. Garcia on Saturday also told him that a week before on November 6th, a week before, she heard two gunshots from the apartment and a loud thud. A week before, she heard two gunshots and a loud thud, and then she reported that. So, wow. I guess she didn't know how to put two and two together. Not really clear on that, but wow. It's amazing. <laughs> and now, the stories you're about to hear are true. The names have not been changed, and the persons are presumed innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. It's time for Idiots in Jail. While locked up in a scary Florida jail following a DUI arrest, a Florida woman removed the metal wiring from her bra and used it to damage the cell door in an attempt to escape the jail. While the alleged plot by Susan Shepard, 59, failed, her MacGyver-like ingenuity is worthy of notice. She was arrested on October 31st on a DUI charge and booked into the Sumter County Jail where she was placed in a holding cell in a booking area. Shepard, gave her address as a residence in the village's retirement community. While in her cell, she removed the metal wiring from her bra and proceeded to use it to make numerous scrape marks into the glass on the bottom of the holding cell door. A corrections deputy saw this. Shepard also allegedly sought to crawl out of a small opening in the holding cell door feet first and had to be directed to pull her legs back into the cell. 
When later questioned, Shepard reportedly copped to the damage to the cell door with her bra wire in an attempt to escape the jail, which she described as scary. Shepard's harebrained plot, which could have required Shawshank-level time commitment to succeed, resulted in two additional charges and being added to her docket, attempt to escape a felony and criminal mischief a misdemeanor. She is now free on $11,500 bond. She could have tried to forge a key, I don't know, to, to get out. And from Maryland. Maryland State Prosecutor Charles Howard III announced today that Andrew Branshaw, the mayor of Cambridge, has been charged with 50 counts of distributing revenge porn. I didn't know there was such a thing as that. I had no idea. The criminal information filed today in Circuit Court for Dorchester County alleges that Andrew Bradshaw created multiple accounts on the public Internet from uh, form Reddit, R-E-D-D-I-T. I think I've seen them. I don't know. I don't know much about them. Uh, he employed public usernames consisting of permutations of the name and birthday of a person identified as victim one who had a past romantic relationship with Mr. Bradshaw. Mr. Bradshaw is alleged to have posted nude photographs of victim one captioned with racial slurs and sexually explicit language. Um, the the forms that were related to this sexual activity, humiliation, degradation, race, and other topics. The charge document further alleges Mr. Bradshaw dismantled the image without the knowledge of the consent of victim one and with the intent to harm her. Maryland has a statute. Uh, prohibits non-constitutional distribution of private visual representation of another which exposes their immediate body parts or displays them engaged in sexual activity. Using someone else's private images without their consent is a serious breach of trust and invasion of privacy and the power of breath of the Internet makes such a violation even more gross. Our office is committed to protecting victims from those who abuse their positions of power and trust. Wow. So you're a mayor and got to go do all that. And another Florida woman who was pulled over early yesterday uh, claimed to have that her erratic driving was due to her eating a egg roll while behind the wheel, according to police who arrested the motorist on DUI and narcotics. Upon spying the vehicle drifting between lanes on a St. Petersburg roadway around 2 a.m. Sunday, police conducted a traffic stop to check the well-being of the driver for sick, injured, or impaired, according to court filings. When a sheriff's deputy approached the driver, the defendant had a distinct odor of alcohol. The cop added that the difficulty following simple instructions and her speech appeared to be slurred and mumbled. Asked about her erratic driving, she said it was due to her eating an egg roll. While the arrest affidavits make no mentions of an egg roll or egg roll fragments being found in her car, cops also see several different types of pills, including opiate tramadol, the and a straw with white powdered residue on the inside was found near the pills. 
Miss Jolangowitz was arrested for possession of a controlled substance, a felony, as well as driving under the influence and possession of drugs without a prescription, which are both misdemeanors. She is a resident. The St. Petersburg resident was released yesterday from the county jail on her own recognizance. Her rap sheet includes convictions for disorderly conduct and violating probation. All that for eating an egg roll is what she says. And from the really bizarre idiots in jail, a Michigan woman pleaded guilty Friday to try to hire someone to kill her husband last year through what turned out to be a fake murder-for-hire website called Rent a Hitman. R-E-N-T-A Hitman. Wendy Lynn Ween, W-E-I-N, 52 of South Rock, uh, Rockford, completed a service request on the site last year saying she wanted her ex-husband dead because he stole money from her and she preferred not going to jail, according to a Fox 2 Detroit and Rolling Stone magazine interview. The owner of the fake website immediately contacted state police who sent an undercover detective posting as a hitman to meet with Miss Ween. Ween met with the detective, giving him relevant information about her ex's habits and paid him a $200 down payment for the hit and a promise of $5,000 in total. She'll be sentenced in January and could face nine years in prison on charges of solicitation of murder and using a computer to commit a crime. More than a dozen people have been caught using the website over the years, according to the Rolling Stone. So if you go to rentahitman.com, don't fill the form out. (laughs) Who would do that on the Internet anyway? I have no idea. That's craziness. Anyway, that's all I got for me, and I know this is a short version today. Uh, Again, Rob was not able to make it today. Uh, hopefully we, and then our programming note next week, we'll not, we will not be doing the show until Saturday. So it means the show will be up, uh, late Saturday morning with the Thanksgiving holiday. We hope everybody has a wonderful upcoming, uh, holiday. Things are starting to break free and everybody's getting out, moving about and doing things. And, uh, I hope if you're traveling, we hope that you have uh, safe travels. We hope that. Uh, you enjoy your time with your friends and family and uh, Thanksgiving is a time to where we all just need to take a break and be thankful for what we have and uh, just be mindful of uh, our family and our friends tips are appreciated you can Venmo us at Beach Bums Media also through the cash app dollar sign Beach Bums Media also you can Google us uh Beach Bums Media or In the Beer Cave with Robin Ashley. Be sure and give us a thumbs up and don't forget that all important subscribe button. Do not be afraid to share any links or anything that we have available. And if you would like to become a partnering sponsor, you can give us a call 850-588-9275 or you can email us here at the show beachbumsmedia at gmail.com. And again, we hope everybody has a wonderful and safe upcoming Thanksgiving holiday. And we want to thank you for joining us today. Everybody be careful and enjoy the rest of your day and have a wonderful weekend.
I'm Ashley in the Bear Cave, and we'll see you next week.